This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Balqis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, happy Thursday. It's been a long week for some, <laughs> and for some, they've been saying it's one of the quickest weeks of the year. I would say it's been one of the quickest weeks. Why not? Um, lots and lots is in store right here on today's show. We are celebrating the weekend with lots happening right here in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. We are going to be starting off with some of the biggest news that we are going to be revealing right here on today's show happening in the heart of Sharjah. Because if you're a parent who tends to send his or her kids on board of school buses, there is an application right now that is being launched that would help you track your children on board of those buses and also help prevent lots of accidents that have caused in the past some fatalities. We are going to be joined today by the director of IT department at Charger Private Education Authority, Mr. Rashid Bouchibs, who's going to be telling us all the details on what is this application and how does it work. Yes, and also, ladies and gentlemen, yesterday we did give you guys the recap of the Apple event. But we have breaking news as Apple could actually hold another launch <laughs> in October after the iPhone event. And I'm betting that's it, that's because of, you know, how they've been bashed yes. yesterday and, and, and the day before <laughs> regarding their iPhone 13 lineup and just their Apple products in general. The amount of memes that is on social media right now mm -hmm. just mocking the launch event is unreal. And I'm very excited to at least see if they're going to make things up with their MacBook launches. But coming up on today's show, we are celebrating an event of that is actually making history because SpaceX has officially launched all the civilians on board of the Inspiration4 crew and we're going to tell you exactly who are the members of their of their crew because they're actually they have very I'm going to say heartwarming stories. They're not regular astronauts just going on board of that space mission. Yes, and we're also going to be talking about how Facebook has documented or Facebook's documents do show how toxic Instagram is for teens and I've been saying it time and time again yep. social media has been very toxic for a lot of young adults and uh, I guess you're gonna have to tune in to find out all about that but I want to know Mia <laughs> do you know oh I would know <laughs> Pulse 95 daily digital news bits and bytes connect our world yesterday Apple was under so much fire for all the useless <laughs> products that they've launched. At least that's what a lot of people are actually going to social media and saying. The fact that the iPhone 13, the Apple Watch, the iPad, they were basically kind of like very, very minor adjustments to what we've seen with their previous different product lineup. But Apple loves to kind of entice its customers. They like to have something under their belt every now and then. And they're already starting to basically publicize their upcoming event that is going to be happening in October. And we are expecting, I feel like the whole world is expecting, a MacBook Pro lineup in this event. Now, regarding the Apple event that was uh, done two days ago, a lot of people aren't as happy, you no. know? <laughs> My dad being one of them. 
Thank God right? someone my, agrees with me. My dad, yesterday on the dinner table, yeah. he was going off. He was like, what is this? Sadly, you, know, you had to hear both of us go so, off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my dad was going off and he was like, it's a bunch of baloney. How they think that we're dumb we're stu- and we are because we will buy it. Gullible. Yeah, a lot of people will buy it. And again, I've been making, I've been seeing a lot of memes on Instagram. You know I've been reposting them. You know what's crazy is, you know, Tim Cook, who basically... Mm is the man behind everything that Apple launches. He came out saying, you know, our best marketing plan this time is the selling point, is the fact that the Apple iPhone 13 is not as expensive as people would expect it to be. But at the end of the day, what are we paying more for? It's still $1,500, which, which, you know, for a lot of people, that is 50% of their paycheck every month. Now, Apple, which is expected to launch the new iPhones and smartwatches within the coming weeks, is expected to host another product launch event next month. Now, the new devices that were announced at both events will account for between 40 to 50% of the company's revenue over the next year. Now, again, I do believe that this kind of... uh, reeling in the customers one more time because they did you know disappoint a lot of people and apple and iphone you know that Mm. is it's been a household name for a while now and one of the biggest you know proof of that is that my dad yesterday instead of saying hey honey how was work he said honey the iphone sucks right and a lot of people felt the same way i've been posting polls on instagram story and a lot of people saying have said that the iphone sucks and, you know, the more I go into it, the more I do say, yes, the iPhone mm. isn't worth upgrading for if you have the iPhone 12 Pro already or the iPhone 12 lineup already. And something my father personally was most disappointed about yeah. was the Apple Watch. Same. Right? I expected at least like a blood glucose monitoring feature. Yeah. Know, my, something different. Yeah. My dad is, uh, is is very avid on the Apple Watch. I mean, he was the one who put me on it. And he was the first one I got the Apple Watch for. And he was very, very, very disappointed and saying, I mean, for a new design, I'm going to pay X amount of money. And, uh, you know, I said, I think the plan is is mm. to disappoint so many people and then next year come out and put new stuff and making you feel that last year yeah. was so bad that this year is so good. Like you have to buy it. Marketing, you know, Apple isn't 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 dumb when it comes to marketing. Apple is a PR machine. True, that's definitely what they're even doing with this upcoming event because a lot of researchers and people who tend to kind of follow up on what Apple is planning to launch are saying that in October we should expect new pairs of AirPods, new MacBooks, and maybe new iMacs, which Mm. it's nothing new because Apple does, since COVID at least, they have been kind of dividing what they launch and when they launch it. So we do expect three to four events every single year of new products that are being launched. Now, the thing is, you you mentioned AirPods. Now, I'm not going to go into the iMacs because we do know when it does come to computers or laptops, they do significantly improve each product. But with the AirPods, for example, Mm. what could be new for the AirPods? I mean, we have the AirPods Pro. We have the AirPods Pro Max. We have the Noise AirPods in general. Yeah, everything. we already have so many, you know, features. What could be, you know, added extra that it needs a whole new event? Uh, I'm speculating maybe better battery time, oh, quicker yeah. recharge. Uh, but so far, my personal opinion is that the AirPods are flawless, whether it's the normal, the Pro, or the Max.
Absolutely. Let us know what are your thoughts. And if you were a little disappointed by Apple's event on the 14th of September. Coming up on today's show, we've got one thing to be excited for because the SpaceX mission, the one that has all the civilians giving us hope that we may be able to go to space one day, has already launched. And we're going to tell you exactly who is a part of this mission. Yeah, and maybe they just might come back a little stronger. <laughs> You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. When you ask little kids, what do you want to be when you grow up? Many times they would go ahead and answer, I want to be an astronaut. And back in the day, this felt like a far-fetched dream. But nowadays, especially if you're living right here in the UAE, this is actually a dream that is closer than many of us think. But in also outer space and in the United States, there is one space crew mission that are actually making it become a lot more realistic for regular civilians to go to outer space. And that is the SpaceX Inspiration4 mission. It is made up from all civilians who have trained very, very hard physically and mentally to be able to go to outer space. And their mission actually launched last night. Yes, and uh, when we're speaking about little children wanting to become things, when I was a child, I wanted to become a policeman, <laughs> right? And uh, you gotta live that dream on future, though. I mean, sometimes I'll do a couple of, uh, you know, uh, impersonations. <laughs> yeah, but today we're going to be talking about who are the civilians on the Inspiration4 mission. Now, the crew of four civilians do include a high school dropout for a commander. A mm. commander basically commanding the whole flight. Like and, kind of like what you do on future. <laughs> yeah, commanding the With desk. With your cockpilot, yeah. And we're also talking about a medical officer who survived cancer as a child, an artist and a college professor, and a man who won his seat through a charity donation. Now, that's so, a lucky, lucky ticket. That yeah. <laughs> so, like, imagine, uh, you know, you donate to charity and then you'll be entered into a raffle or into a type of lottery. And, you know, if your lucky number is chosen, then you have that flight. But you know what is so exciting to me or you can say shocking to me? Yes. Is that you have a medical officer, you know, mm -hmm. and he is not the commander. A high school dropout is a commander. I mean... So he never completed high school, and he's commanding a mission to go to space. And today we're going to be telling you guys who they are, what their background is, and how they got their seats on what is set to be one of the most significant space tourum flights of all time. Yes, indeed. Let's start off with the high school dropout because, I mean, it's such an interesting mix that they've had. A high school dropout, just like you've mentioned, becoming the commander of this mission. And the reason why he's the driving force behind this adventure is to kind of... He, he did definitely strike a private deal with SpaceX, so we can't take that out of the picture. But I feel like it also sends a message to everyone witnessing this space mission because it shows that you don't have to be a genius to be able to run a space mission. You just need the right training. So the terms of this special deal that the high school dropout Jared Isaacman did with SpaceX has not necessarily been disclosed. But what we do know is that he actually is using the trip to raise about 200 and million dollars for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital in Tennessee. So half of this money is actually coming from his own pocket and the other half he is actually using this mission to raise the money for. Mm. The high school dropout is actually the founder and chief executive 
of Shift4 Payments, which is a payment processing company that he started back when he was only 16 years old. And it actually kind of gave him the money to go to the space mission to begin with, but also to help raise money for a good cause. Yes. And then again, uh, he's not just a high school dropout. He's a billionaire, yeah. basically. And uh, for the chief medical officer and hope seat, we're talking about Haley Arkanox mm -hmm. and how uh, she was just 10 years old when she was diagnosed with bone cancer. And she did receive treatment at the St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, which did include chemotherapy and a limb-saving surgery. So the background of these people is very touching. You know, you have a billionaire that came from nothing, mm -hmm. dropped out of high school and now going to space. A cancer child, a, a, a person who was, you know, suffering from cancer when she was a child. And then, you know, you have a generosity seat that goes by the name of uh, Chris Sembrowski, who won his seat on the mission courtesy of a friend who did donate to St. Jude in July. So we're looking at how most of these seats came from people from the St. Jude Children's Hospital, which does, you know, specify on cancer research. Yes. Now, the final, final civilian who's a part of this mission is Dr. Cyan Proctor, who is actually, she was previously a finalist for the 2009 astronaut program at NASA. She has a pilot license and she works as a professor for geoscience in one of the universities in the United States. So she kind of has some kind of training and background at NASA. She worked for NASA at a tracking station during the Apollo missions, and she won her seat as a customer of the first guy, the high school dropouts uh, company, as a plan to select someone who utilizes their e-commerce platform. So it kind of feels like, I would say it was, it was definitely a deal that they struck with SpaceX, but nonetheless, it definitely gives a lot of hope for civilians who do plan to one day go to outer space. Yes, let us know your guys' thoughts, 4215, or on our Instagram, at Pulse95Radio. Coming up, we have a very, very special interview with... With Rashid Buships, who is going to be telling us all about the app that can help you track your kids when they are on board of school buses right here in Sharjah. Pulse95. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnia Al-Saleh and Hany Balkis. After the COVID-19 pandemic lockdown, returning back to school in person has been a very interesting experience. Children are kind of entering schools once again, like their guests to it, and parents are sending their kids on board of school buses with a little bit of worry in their hearts. But all those worries are basically set aside when we have applications to help us track our kids on board of those school buses right here in Sharjah. Joining us today to tell us all about it is the director of IT department at Sharjah Private Education Authority, Mr. Rashid Buships, who's going to be telling us all about this very interesting application. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. I mean, it's an honor. Now, when I first read the news of this, I was so excited because I remember when I was a, ch a, a child uh, right here in charge at the schools and my mom, back then we didn't have phones, right? We couldn't have phones, mobile phones. And my mom would wait in the front <laughs> of the building waiting for me. But with this type of technology, she doesn't have to do that anymore. Now, how does the application, which is named Your Children Are Safe, was launched by the Sharjah Private Education Authority, actually work? Now, to start with, the, um, the Children Are Safe or Your Children Are Safe is the initiative itself. Mm -hmm. So the, the, the application called Ma'man. So if you go to the uh, website or you go to the applications store, you'll find Ma'man, then where you, you can get that from. Mm -hmm. Now, in, in, in simple, just to shortcut the whole thing in summary, it's a project of nearly 60, 60 million 
budget and we have a couple of entities internally and externally all of them are working together to just serve and make sure that our children are safe that is amazing now you know the thing the thing is when we were talked about it on the show a couple of days ago I was like, yeah, I mean, it's long overdue. You know, we always see, you know, if you, for example, order on Talabat, right? You'll see your driver coming. I mean, what if you could do it with your children? And then, you know, subhanAllah, a couple of days later, we see, you know, the news from Sharjah Private Education Authority. Absolutely. And this is exactly what we want to know more about. What type of information does the Ma'man application track? And how does it give comfort to those parents who are sending their children on board of those school buses? That, that's a good example, Talabat, just to see where the, uh, the, your, your food is. Yeah. But we go beyond that. It's mm-hmm. not only to know where the child is. Is, is even there is something like seven cameras and more in each bus. We are we are no we know that if the bus is in speed or mm. they are, if, if there is uh, we know when the child in the truck in the bus, and where he is actually as of now in the truck and when he leave that. Mm-hmm. So the whole this information this is just the, the, the tip of the, uh, the the mountain ice, where we have all of this information. We know what happened when happened. If there is any interruption, in, 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 if there is any interruption of the service, and we couldn't know where the child is or the bus is, mm-hmm. we have couple of knock in, in authority, outside authority, in the school, or even another entity. All of these are tracking at the same time to know what's happening at that time. That's so, amazing. So there's like a dedicated team watching all of this. We have couple of teams. Wow. It's it's the, the minimum I can mention. It's three wow. knock. It's wow. not only team. We've got other uh, back office people checking. We've got in the school uh, uh, coordinators, and we've got in the in the in the authority itself. We've got a, a full knock monitoring what's happening. Wow, that's amazing. I mean, especially when it comes to just like you mentioned, finding out which students are in the bus and which students are off the bus, because we've seen so many accidents in the past where children were left behind. And that's exactly what we are going to be returning to talk a little bit more about a very short break. And we will back with you right here on Future Talk only on Pulse 95. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Amial Saleh and Hany Balkis. School buses around the world and right here in the UAE are carrying some of the biggest treasure of this country, the children who are basically the future of this country. And this is exactly why it is our responsibility to keep them safe. There is a new initiative right here in the heart of Sharjah known as Atfalukum Fi Ma'man, or Your Children Are Safe, that the Sharjah Private Education Authority is currently holding and making it available for all parents through the application Ma'man that is available in most application stores. This is exactly why we are hosting today, Rashid Bouships, who is the director of IT department at Sharjah Private Education Authority to tell us more about it. Welcome once again to the show. Thank you. It's an honor to have you. And always the off-air conversations, unfortunately, you know, yes. <laughs> for the viewers, we always say we have the off-air conversations a lot more exciting, but still we have exciting, you know, topics to talk about. Now, my question is, when does the tracking for students actually begin? And what type of technology is the app actually based on? So now, the, the, let's, let's take it as a story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, the parent, will, we need to know when he needs to go down, when he needs to put his, his children in the street so that the, the bus can Pick start, start yeah. from there. So the, the, the parent can know when the, the bus will reach to his place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At the same time, when the, the, there is a notification will come to the, the parent saying that the bus is near. Oh, mm. be ready. 
So uh, and when the the children or when his child will go in the car and then mm. the bus, he he will get a notification that your child now is in the bus and that will start and he can track it immediately at the same time where is the bus now mm. until it until the bus reach the the destination the destination and to the school and when the child go out from the bus that's also he will know the the, the parent will know at the same time if there is a delay because we are putting some some delays here and there True. So for example if it's more than an hour the the bus uh, trip that will show and uh, that mm-hmm. will give them a notification also at the same time we have three or four levels of monitoring at the same time we've got people monitoring the truck and the, the buses in the authority itself we have our own knock mm-hmm. and at the same time there is in the school there is a, a knock itself which the, the coordinator need to make sure that whoever in the in the bus who is correctly to be in the bus mm-hmm. and when they moved and where are they as of now and if, if the parent need to talk to them for any reason he can contact the coordinator yeah and from there he know so it's it's a full information where is the truck where it's is a the full child circle. Mm-hmm. yes at the mm-hmm. same time we monitor the school itself and if they are t- taking keeping, care, up, yeah. keeping up with the information now now can the parents have access to the video cameras and you told me there was seven cameras in each bus do the parents have access to them no for, for privacy point of view with the, the the cameras will only be shown to the uh, to Officials. the school itself yes mm. and the school will see uh, the school will have uh, the recording of it at, at all the time at the same time we don't want to share the videos to everybody but we have cameras inside and outside mm. of the bus to see what's happening in, in the front at the back entrance so it's, it's all over mm-hmm. and the seven is the minimum they can go more they that's go. amazing especially yeah. because you know when we're talking about real-time notifications this especially for new parents who are sending their first kids to school this will give them lots of peace of mind instead of having to take the number of the bus assistants you know the bus assistants change from time to time so this way they have access to when their kids are going to arrive at all time even if delays show up yes and again, uh, you know, a lot of kids won't be able to skip school now. They, they, you know, I, I, I used to do, you know, my excuse during school was, oh, man, the bus. I, 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 I missed the bus. <laughs> or, you know, yeah. yeah actually, actually one, one of the things that we are using this tracking system to even to know that whoever, uh, it's like an attendance yeah, yeah. somehow. Mm. So it helped on even the school and uh, the authority to know. Who they, came and who, who didn't. Came and didn't come. This is bad news for the students. No, they're not going to be happy about this. <laughs> when I was in school, it was something called senior. I was a senior, grade 12. Senior skip day. Oh, God. So we would get on the bus <laughs> and then, you know, as soon as the bus comes to school, we'd run away. Right? I, I can't do that anymore. No one can do that anymore. Now, now what we see from SAFE, it's not only SAFE from physical point of view. It's SAFE from their information and their True. learning. So we, we try to, to keep the whole thing. Absolutely. It's it's good and bad. Now, speaking about safety, one of the biggest uh, issues when it comes to school buses is sometimes, sadly, leaving children behind. We've heard many stories about children being left in the back of the bus, bus assistants sadly not finding out that the children was not dropped off or the child was not dropped off. And this is, again, another feature of the application, Ma'man, that is also helping bus assistants. Can you talk to us more about it? At at the same time, it's not only the application. We are going to implement also a, a button at the end of the bus so mm. he cannot close the bus until he go the driver ah. need to go to the end of the bus switch, check ah. check that and then he have to come and then close the engine That's so he'll have to smart. he'll have to go at the end and come back to make sure that nobody is sleeping underneath the seat or something that's smart because i remember i read a story a couple of years ago 
maybe four or five years old. He was sleeping under the seat, and unfortunately, you know, the bus driver didn't him. see him, and he passed away. But, I mean, having this initiative, again, safety. I mean, that's a very smart way that he has to go all the way to the back of the bus, hit it. And another question, is it ap applicable to all types of buses? I mean, you have the small ones, you have the big ones. The bus is bus. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> it is. The cameras will be uh, all over. At the mm. same time, we are using a, um, an, it's, it's like, it's like a tablet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they will have their uh, tablet. So what we are now pushing or um, organizing, encouraging. encouraging or making, no, not encouraging, we are pushing the schools mm -hmm. as a rule that they cannot use the, the bus until this tablet is there and they know mm -hmm. how to do it. So we have it from the fine point of view and we have it from obligation point of view. In the beginning that we are working on it to make sure that all the schools, but within a couple of months, it's going to be no bus Can carrying hmm. until they have this mm -hmm. certificate. System. That's amazing. Now, yes. uh, another question comes to mind. Is this being applied and is it applicable to all schools in Sharjah? Is it public schools, private schools? Which schools implement we, we are starting with only private schools because that is within our uh, um, yeah. jurisdiction. Yeah. So it is within our part. So we are starting with this. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, but I know that the government, they have their own uh, Plan tracking. Well. No, they, they, only, they already have their own tracking. Mm -hmm. Yes, it, it, is, it may be not shown to the parent, but they already have their own application. They got things under control. Yes. Sounds good. I mean, I mean, also, this will also encourage students to be well behaved in the bus, mm. right? Because, <laughs> I mean, if you're being watched, you know, I don't want to make some trouble. And then the principal say, hey, honey. What did you do? No, I didn't do anything. What light? Uh. He was he was a he was a troublemaker on it, buses. It, it so you're getting experience from someone who's done the. It won't stop with the principal mm. because mm. the parent will be able to see it yeah. also. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, so, I, principal, you can't talk to him. Please, they're gonna hit me. They're yeah. gonna do something. Please, he will take you because he's he's at the end he's an educator, right? Yeah, so yeah, wanna yeah. Take care of. But you Baba don't mess around. <laughs> yeah, but Baba would not. <laughs> uh, Mr. Rashid, we wanted to ask you, where is this application available right now? And to everyone tuning in to, to us right now, where can they find the app and what is the spelling of it? So, so, so the app, as of now, it's in, in the Android and at the same time, it's in Apple. Yeah. So in both stores, app it stores. is there. The easiest way to get it as of today, just go to our uh, Instagram. Mm. It is there. We, we just put uh, a link to it. Uh, Ma'man, uh, the spelling of Ma'man, it's M-A-A-M-A-N. M-A-A-M-A-N. Yeah. That's the app. You can find it on all application stores and it's easily mm. downloaded. Yeah. And uh, and when you download it, the, the school will give you the login credentials and everything, right? Yes. And that is a good question. I want to encourage the parents Mm. Whoever doesn't have that, just push their school to have it. Mm -hmm. mm. As of today, as technology, as an application, it is ready. We already implemented. We had a full year last year. It was supposed to start last year. Mm -hmm. And because of the uh, what happened yesterday, pandemic. Pandemic, pandemic. Yeah. so we couldn't use it for full-fledged mm -hmm. mm. as in all schools. However, as an application, it is ready from last year. Mm. So as an application, as a service, it is there. We just want to push the schools, not from the application point of view or authority point of view we want to use it as we are Make parents the most safety, out of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we are parents let's, let's have it all of us let's let's coordinate between the parents we as an authority and everybody let's have this it's it's a win-win situation it is Absolutely. a win-win situation peace of mind safety for the students and again uh i'm looking at how there is no you know in life we look at things pros and cons 
All pros, no cons. Absolutely no cons in this. Rashid Abu Bushups, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a great pleasure to have you. It was a pleasure. And thank you for giving me this opportunity. Thank, thank you, you so much, much. Rashid. Hopefully we'll have you next time. The Sharjah Private Education Authority does something exciting just like this one. But for now, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be taking a short break. And when we come back, we're talking all about Facebook and how it has actually documented that lots of teenagers have actually been struggling with self-body issues because of the platform Instagram. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Instagram toxicity. Hmm. My favorite topic, <laughs> right? Now, we do know that uh, Instagram and a lot of social media platforms, they don't encourage toxicity, mm. but it's something in it's the there. human brain, <laughs> right? I True. mean, automatically you feel a little bit, I mean, you can be overwhelmed or underwhelmed. Now, a Facebook documents do show that talks that how toxic Instagram is for teens. Now, I'm not a teenager. I'm an adult. I'm a, I'm a fully grown adult man. And sometimes I myself would feel some platforms bring me toxicity. It would bring me down. It would make me upset and vice versa. Sometimes I would watch content that would make me happy. That would make me motivated. That would make me excited. So it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, and and for someone who teens are not fully developed just yet, they have a lot of factors going on. I can say I'm I have a fully developed brain. Mm. Teens are still having a full uh, developing brain, so they don't know how to take in this much overwhelming or underwhelming information. And Facebook does show how toxic Instagram actually is. Yes, indeed. Now, there's a journal report that was published by Wall Street Journal that actually shows how harmful Instagram, Facebook, these type of social media has been for teenagers in specific. So this actually, this report actually studied over the past three years how Instagram is affecting those young teenagers. And the statistics actually show that teenage girls were the most harmed and I'm not surprised by that when we look at it statistics wise one in three teenage children specifically girls tend to struggle with body image issues self you know comparing themselves to other girls just by being on the platform and even me as just like you mentioned grown adults we actually fall into this trap quite often because Instagram it's a highlight reel and people just show case and they post the best part of themselves as adults we understand that this is how the platform goes but for those young teenagers they just think everyone is living a perfect life and they aren't yeah i mean again it's a fashion catalog now let's take for example the most recent events in hollywood met gala Mm -hmm. Right? A lot of people like, oh my God, she's 17, 18, 19, and she looks amazing. Yep. Of course she looks amazing. <laughs> I mean, she has a team of... I'm not I'm not taking away anything from a said person's beauty. Yes. Right? But of course she looks better than she would uh, if she was the in... filters. No yeah. For example, you have a whole team of makeup artists. Yep. Number two, a fashion designer, a, you know, someone who does their outfit and is tailored to perfection. Mm -hmm. And number three, a designated photographer to make her look good. In every angle. <laughs> and number four, a, not only a photographer, but an editor as well. So, of course, you're going to see great pictures. And the thing that I always like to make an example of yeah. is... Cristiano Ronaldo, mm. right? 
Now, Cristiano Ronaldo is not an ugly-looking person, no. right? Very attractive man, and he's very handsome. But the thing is, if you go back to when he was just Young. starting, yes. 17 and 18, he suffered from a lot of things normal people suffer from. He didn't just come out and, you know, be the flagship of the modern man. But the thing is, ladies and gentlemen, Cristiano Ronaldo went, you know, under surgery for his teeth and his mouth. He did a lot for his facial structures. He, he spends, Omnia, $1 million a year just for his physical and, and, and physical health. Wow. Right? <laughs> he has a team of nutritionists, you know, a personal shit. So you cannot... You don't see all this on social see, media. Yeah, you cannot compare yourselves to these people because these people have a reach that is, you know... Something the normal person can't can't be. So I don't blame these 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 teenagers for feeling a little bit less, you know, worthy. But Absolutely. you should but you should feel worthy because again, you don't have what they have. Exactly. We're and, all we're all a rare currency. Yeah, you don't have what they have. Uh, and and again, uh, especially now because we're looking at a lot of child stars, you know, being pampered and and they have money. You know, money can change people, right? Money can change people internally and externally. And again, it's sad to see how the platform we use every single day is being used as a way to, you know, it's not being used intentionally, but a lot of people feel, you know, Down less because worthy of because of what they see. I mean, again, the only advice I can give people, right, because I'm, I'm not I'm no one at the end of the mm. day. Right. I'm, I am no one. I just host a show on, on Future Talk on Pulse 95. But the thing is. Your time is coming, right? Everything is good and enjoy the moment. Don't compare yourselves and don't compare mm. and don't keep your eye on the next page. Enjoy the moment you have now because you don't know how long it's going to last. Exactly. And, you know, the thing that I can compare with that enjoying the moment is university. True. Because when I was in university, the number one thing I looked at, oh, I want to graduate. <laughs> I want to start working. I, I love my job. Don't I want to get, get me married. Wrong. I want to have kids. Yeah. But the thing, I'm like, man, if I just, you know, spent a little mo more time at university, made more friends. And I always say that. So, ladies and gentlemen, don't feel bad for what you don't have. Yes. Right? Know that your time is coming. Wealth is coming. Health is coming. Marriage is coming. Everything you want is coming. You just have to be patient. And there's a certain timeline of everyone's life. Mm -hmm. Some people, you know, they're born rich. Some people become rich at the end of their lives. You know, Robin Williams, mm -hmm. I think Robin Williams, yes, uh, the late actor. He didn't start acting until he was 45 years old. And before that, he was a normal person. So, inshallah, you have a long life ahead of you. And it's never too late. Some people start young. Start pe some people start old. Some, some people start mid-aged. And, you know, when I started working, I met a lot of people above the age of 30 and 35. And you know what they told me? They said, honey, my life started after I was 30. Honey, my life started after I was 35. Uh, my There's no specific yeah. timeline. It's not like a one size fits all. My dad made you know made his made a a, a life changing decision mm. at 42 years old. So, ladies and gentlemen, you have time. Don't be you know stressing over trying to make it. We will all make it. Inshallah, in yes, God's indeed. will. But ladies and gentlemen, I hope you know I it's gave you a little words bit, to start the weekend. Yeah, start the weekend <laughs> a little bit motivation, you know. But we'll see it on Sunday, same time, same place, only here on Pulse95. And I just want to wish you guys a lovely and happy weekend. 
life is good. Alhamdulillah, <laughs> we all were, we woke up today and we got to our jobs. We did our school. We did everything we need to do. Yes, and you're going to be also having some fun if you keep Pulse95 locked because coming up, we've got lots of shows to keep you company and to start out the weekend with you. Coming up is Afternoon Karak from 4 to 5 p.m. with Aisha Al-Mazmi, following it up with Yellow Home 5 to 8 to keep you company on your drive back home. We hope you have a wonderful weekend and we'll stay see you. positive. Stay positive and we'll see you once again on Sunday. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.